The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good morning to all of you out in radio and interwebs land. It is Wednesday today, hump day. Coach Mike. One of my favorite days. What day is it? Hump, hump, hump day. Hump day. Hump day. It is not Saturday. It is not Thursday. It is, in fact, today. Got all our calendars squared away this time, huh? For now. For now. Yeah, for right. Subject to change without prior notice. (laughs) No doubt. At any minute. Oh, man. Welcome into the show. We have got a fun one for you today, folks. As you see on the West 7th cam... It is overcast as it has been all week, despite the forecast telling us it was going to be sunny and hot all week. And here we are. Um, yeah, I was um, not super mad about it. I'm not terribly mad, but I mean, I was out in an event last night, and I'm sure we'll talk about it later on. And my phone was saying 72 degrees, and I turned and looked at somebody and said, it is not 72 degrees here. It was kind of chilly. It was a little chilly. Not not to the point of being uncomfortable, thank goodness. But, no, it was not 72. Someone lied. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm was. i surprised that the, the weather has, has kind of done this. It, it kind of sprinkled on us last night and all day yesterday, and I'm about to sneeze. All right, May bless that, you. <laughs> purple elephants is that's what Sarah yells at me, and then always stop, stops me from sneezing. So anyway, I can see why it would. You're just, purple uh, elephants, yeah, not just, red elephants. <clears throat> Gotta be purple. Purple. I don't okay. know why. Uh, so yeah, huge show coming up. We've got a fairly decent sized rundown, considering that we're in the postseason. I guess that means we still got a lot of teams involved. Yeah. Uh, We've got Spring Hill head football coach Ben Martin joining us in the next segment. That'll be fun. We'll talk about that soccer match that you were just uh, alluding to. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about some track as well. Uh, All of that coming up in this first hour. In the next hour, we'll, of course, talk about the Braves. Uh, Although Uh, that's getting old. Not old, well, not not as much old as depressing, uh, but it is depressing, mm-hmm. and it is what it is. We are struggling, and that's okay. It is. 
But you saw some things last night that gave you a little hope. I did see some things last night because I was at First Horizon Park where the Gwinnett Stripers and Nashville Sounds uh, played, although it wasn't a fantastic ending for the Stripers and the Braves AAA affiliate, but lots of positives. So we'll talk about that as well. It's Wild and Wacky Wednesday, and we will talk to uh, former Georgia Tech softball coach and um, NCAA tournament bracket news and the um, reactions of some coaches in the region. (laughs) We'll talk with Sharon Perkins in the next hour as well, so. Lots to talk about, lots to get to, including the big news of the day, which is available on sm-tnsports.com. Uh, as we we broke the story this morning, that Zion Christian uh, will be leaving the TWSAA uh, in favor of competing in the TSIAA at least for the next school year. At least for the next two school years. Two school years, yeah. Um, spoke with Rick Jarvis, the head of schools, earlier this week, head of school one, about um, what we had been hearing for the last little bit but did not realize it had been finalized, that as you said, Zion Christian is leaving the TWSAA. They have notified TWSAA officials. Bernard Childress, the executive director, has received that notification from the school that they are leaving the TWSAA. They will be, as you said, competing in the Tennessee State Independent Athletic Association, which is basically some smaller schools um, spoke to their board president, um, John Horner, said they have about 25 schools or so, maybe 150 kids at their high school levels or less. So you're talking about, you know, Riverside Christian, Franklin Christian, Franklin Classical, schools like that, that Zion will be competing with. They do not sponsor 11-man football. They sponsor 8-man football. Zion Christian intends to continue to play 11-man football, so they are going to cont- – the last two years they've played a non-region schedule in football. They have not competed for region championships or the postseason in Division Two a which is the smallest classification in Division Two for football. So they are going to continue to do that. But the thought process is that by – not playing a region schedule in football and by stepping out of the TWSAA, it allows them to ideally build up their numbers. And as Rick Jarvis said, you know, gives our kids an opportunity to have some success. Now, that's fantastic, except I just watched – the Zion Christian softball team move within a game of the state tournament. Correct. So, 
And as we've seen from the eastern side, potentially, <laughs> I mean, had had a had a pretty good shot at moving to beyond. beyond. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, so <clears throat> success is relative. It is. What are you looking for? Uh, if you go and you look at the TSIAA state champions or whatever from the past few years and Zion Christian has played several of those teams in regular season play. And they typically have done pretty well, have done pretty well in most sports. Um, I think basketball will probably be a more, they will certainly be more competitive there. Uh, I don't think they would be necessarily dominant in that, that sport, okay, boys and so, or girls, right? But so, everything else, they seem to be pretty, pretty well dominant uh, as over some of the better teams in that uh, association. So I'm not sure. Uh, uh, it's interesting, and I use that word a lot, but I mean it. It it is. I'm, I'm intrigued by this. I'm going to be even more intrigued to see, you know how it plays out just because, you know, um, again, the story is up on the website at sm-tnsports.com. Um, As we've talked about, it does, it does give a certain opportunity to some local kids who may be well down the depth chart at, you know, some of the public schools in the area or even CA or, yeah, Summertown, Lawrence County even. I mean, if you're sitting at third on the depth chart and you're a junior or a senior and you want to play, then Zion gives you that opportunity because you only have to sit out for 14 days. Yeah. So, there's that. Now, outside of that, I don't know – I guess the idea is build a program that one that people want to be in and play in. And, and I'm sure this is, this isn't really a football move per se. I mean, because you're still playing a non-region schedule, just like you had the last two years. I mean, if I don't think it's, but if they are able to build those football numbers, even with athletes who come to play baseball or basketball, which could happen, then potentially, you know, you get yourself into a situation where you've got 150, 200 kids in the, you know, you've built that enrollment up a little bit. And and you'd like to think that if you built that enrollment up, that some back. of those will be athletes. athletes. Some of those will be football players. And, and again, while Rick Jarvis hesitated to call it a step back, in stepping out of the TWSAA, and he, he also says, you know, um, the TWSAA is the primary state association. Obviously, we're aware of that. So. I mean, it, it uh, is. We report, you decide. So, okay. as someone who <clears throat> was part of the Independent School Association, was Alabama Christian in AISA at any no. point when you were there? No. Okay, so they, they were, were AI, public, they AHSAA. Were the, yeah. So, and Alabama Independent School Association, our 
football team made the second round of the playoffs in 98 and 99, got beat uh, two rounds before the state championship because they only had four rounds. Um, basketball team went to the final four in 98 and 99. Uh, baseball team was not very good. <laughs> in 2000, we made the move to the AHSAA. And the reason we did that is because our football team was going to be really good. The weird thing was that moving to the public schools, we were actually going to play teams that were a little weaker than the teams we were just playing. <laughs> I mean, we were playing, you know, Marengo Academy, Wilcox Academy, you you know all these. But uh, it it sometimes can be a lesser move. Sometimes it can be a more difficult thing to play in. I don't know that that's the case here, but the AISAA was a really long time. So I've I've seen both. Um, the biggest issue here is, or, or the biggest issue for our school is not an issue here, and that was travel. All of those teams were in the south, and we were not. Most of the teams in TW and the TSIAA are in the middle Tennessee area, right? So. In it fact, the, the TSIAA was the Middle Tennessee Athletic Conference until September. They altered their branding to make themselves Expandable. seem a little more welcoming. You know, yeah. you you don't want a, a school that's across the river or something like that to feel like, well, they're Middle Tennessee. You know, we can't we can't join them. You know, so they wanted to make themselves welcoming and accessible to other schools like those in that one hundred one fifty enrollment at the high school level that are trying to play athletics, but you just don't feel comfortable with those numbers against TWSAA schools. Now, you know, to be fair, there are smaller schools than Zion Christian that are playing in the TWSAA. Mount, not Mount football, Ju- though. Mount Juliet Christian? Not football? They play football. They, fo- they play football? Yeah. So so they're the, the second smallest football playing school. Um, Quite possibly. I believe, that you, I believe that's what you wrote. <laughs> I, the, the, I, the, well, if I wrote it, it's right. <laughs> you know? I, I thought you wrote that they were the smallest. So no. that, that could have been... Um, Second smallest Division Two A school that sponsors football, one of the twenty smallest in the organization. So there you go. So Mount Juliet Christian is smaller than them. There you go. Well, it's it, it's certainly going to be interesting, mm-hmm. and I, I'm I'm certainly excited to see how it plays out because hopefully it does what they not 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 not, not, not to win state championships in the TSIA. The goal is to build programs and numbers to put yourself in a position to move back to the TWSAA and be competitive there. All right. That's All right. the goal. So I think if that's yeah, – Whether or not school officials want to present it that way, yes, that's a goal. All right. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll do the rundown right out of the break, and then we'll talk to Ben Martin. How's that sound? Sound good to you? All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it is The Rundown and Ben Martin on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, live from the Lee Company Studio. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. 
And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into the Lee Company studio here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Happy to have you with us on Facebook, on Twitter, on WKOM, on FrontPorchRadioTN.com. If you have Alexa, just tell her to play WKOM. Every day at 9 o'clock, this is where you want to be. Uh, Let's get into our next segment, and we're going to do that by giving you first today's rundown. This is The Rundown. Today's rundown is brought to you by Andy Wilhoyt of United Country Realty. Give him a call, 931-446-6370. That's 931-446-6370. Andy Wilhoyt of United Country Realty let his experience work for you. In Tuesday, Region 4A baseball action, the Moore County Raiders defeated Eagleville 7-4 for the championship. Um, Huntland's Lady Hornets defeated Eagleville 13-2 in the Region 4A softball finals. Boys soccer action on Tuesday, it was Columbia Central defeating Stewart's Creek 6-1 in the Region 4 AAA semifinals. Also, Oakland blanked Shelbyville 5-0 in Region 6 AA. Page defeated Sycamore 1-0 in a semifinal contest. And in Region 5A, Valor Collegiate defeated Richland. We do not have a score. Today's baseball action in the Region 4 AAA finals at Stewart's Creek at Siegel. Uh, that is the same region that included Lawrence and Lincoln County. Uh, in six AAA action, Independence hosts Ravenwood. That's the first pitch at 6 p.m. Uh, in the six AA finals, it's Giles County traveling to Nolansville. In the 5A finals, Richland will trek to East. I'm sorry. No. In the 5A finals, Richland will trek to East Robertson. And in the Region 6A finals, Summertown heads down to Loretto. In softball region championship play today, region 4 AAA Siegel goes to Coffee County. In 6 AA, Forest hosts Nolansville. In 6A, Loretto travels to Summertown. I believe that's a 6 o'clock start. In region 6 AAA, Dixon County will visit Summit. That's a 5.30 start. And in the Division 2A state quarterfinals, Boyd Buchanan will come to Columbia Academy for a doubleheader beginning at 4 o'clock. That is a best-of-three series. The third game would take place on Thursday if necessary. And that is your Wednesday rundown brought to you by Andy Wilhoyd of United Country Realty on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. All right, now. 
This is exciting because joining us on the Parks and Motor Sales Hotline and Coach's Corner, brought to you by our friends at From the Heart Cafe down in Chapel Hill, From the Heart Cafe. Now Renee, serving breakfast. Now serving breakfast. Uh, Renee Hart and the crew not only serving breakfast, but the best desserts and lunch you can get in the area. Go see From the Heart Cafe. It's uh, on the way to Henry Horton. So you get from Columbia, take that right, like you're going to the Henry Horton State Park, and it's boom, right there on your right. Don't miss it. Boom. It's not It's not very far. <laughs> no. So, as Chris said, we, we have on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline Spring Hill football coach Ben Martin. And um, if you're on Twitter, you can find him at bmart36. He is a lover of Jesus, family, George Strait, and Rocky Road ice cream. In that order. In that order. <laughs> that being said. That being said, Coach Martin. Hey, hey, can, guys. Hey, can you tell us what day today is? Uh, What day today is? Yes. What is special about today? What is today? special about this day, May 19th? <laughs> May 19th. Uh, well, it, I didn't know there was going to be a test. Uh. <laughs> it, it, it shouldn't be. Actually, oh. and, and he's failed it. Go ahead, Chris. Tell him. Today is George Strait's 69th birthday, Coach. That was yesterday, May the 18th, oh. 1952, oh. in Pearsall, Texas. <laughs> oh, man, Chris somebody lied to me. Wow. <laughs> wow. Somebody lied to me, Coach. I, I am highly yeah, disappointed. They got you, man. It's okay. I, I, I'm disappointed in somebody, but it's not you, Coach. Um, well done. Well done. Sorry. No, 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 no. I am a bit of a fangirl when it goes hey, to that. So. Apparently, yeah. So, so tell me this: if if George Strait is is the number one guy, right? He, uh-huh. He's the guy. He's he's the the king of country music, no doubt, right? I agree. Is there anybody who comes close in today's country? Right yeah, just in just in general, <laughs> is is anybody uh, close? George well, Jones, you know, maybe. George Jones, you know, I mean, he always got to include, you know, Johnny Cash, Willie sure. Nelson, Merle Haggard, those guys. Uh, but but you know, for me, uh, you know, sixty, 60 what sixty two number ones now, I guess. I, you know, it's I insane. Know, George Strait just kind of does it for me. I mean, he could sit and just play number one songs for three and a half hours. I think <laughs> that's a pretty good day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man. Well, Ben, thanks for straightening Chris out on <laughs> on that whole deal there. That's um, that was. <laughs> That was a little worth the price of admission. That was a little deflating there, Chris. I'm uh, sorry. We're well, going gonna to have to talk more about this later. <laughs> I, I apologize. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't. We we um we pride ourselves on being accurate around here. Um, Ben, we we wanted to get you on because I know you just finished up spring football last week. Yeah, and um, you know, with the roster that you guys had last year, obviously you've got some. Things to address. How Got a well, lot of spots to fill, don't we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> how how well did things go in you know, um, trying to fill the, some of those spots? Well, and, and here's the thing. You know, we we encourage our players um, to to play other sports. 
And, you know, sometimes that kind of, kind of grabs us a little bit in, in the springtime when spring practice rolls around because we've got guys that were, you know, our soccer team did pretty well this year and they were playing deep. Our rugby team won the, the tier two state championship again. Um, and, and so, you know, baseball, we had a couple of baseball players. Uh, so those guys, you know, weren't able to participate as much, you know, maybe as we would like. But like I said, I think it benefits them playing other sports. Um, becoming a more well-rounded athlete. So we just rolled with, with what we had, but it was a good opportunity to kind of evaluate, um, evaluate what we have coming up. I mean, we had a big freshman class last year, and some of those guys uh, were impressive during spring, but it gave us a chance to evaluate some kids who will probably be in a position that, uh, you know, they, they weren't used to. They didn't get many varsity minutes last year. And, and it, you know, we can just kind of evaluate who's ready for varsity and, and, and you know, maybe who needs a little work. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Spring Hill football coach and George Strait fan Ben Martin. <laughs> and, um, you know, Ben, obviously one of the positions that you are looking to replace someone at is quarterback. And in this game, in this day and time, that's obviously where it all starts. Luca Boylan was, what, a three-year starter for you there? He was, he was, um, and Luca, Luca will be hard to replace as, as far as from the, from the mental aspect of the game that uh, he understood concepts and, and, and things like that. And, and he was a natural leader. And so we're, the, the, the competition is, is, is wide open right now. Um, you know, we, we've, we've got some guys, Jarrett Rainey knows the offense inside and out. Uh, Scott Carter, uh, was a rugby guy. So he, he's kind of was nursing a little bit of his shoulder. So we didn't get to see him much. Um, and we've got, uh, you know, a couple other guys that are, that are kind of in that position, uh, uh, you know, kind of competing to, to see who the number one is. And usually, you know, you'd kind of like to, to say you have a front runner going into summer, but, but right now I think it's still going to be wide open. Scott Carter's a kid that wrestled as well. You mentioned multi-sport athletes and that kind of thing. I would imagine oh, that you, you kind of like that mentality out there at the quarterback, especially when your last guy also started for you at linebacker. Right, right. He's a uh, he's he's a tough kid. Um, you, you know, I, I I like his his competitiveness. Uh, you know, he's he's kind of a go getter. I think it was was really bothering him not being able to participate in spring, but. Um, you know, I, I, he'll he'll be fine. Uh, he, he's going to come in and compete, and and like I said, you know, Jarrett Jarrett did a, a good job. Um, you know, he understands the offense really well. Um, this was, you know, it's kind of interesting. This is the first spring. You know, last spring we were trying to put in a brand new offense uh, through Zoom, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was interesting. Uh, so this is really our, our first chance to have a spring uh, with our new offense, and so. Uh, I, I think I think the kids are, are adapting to it and getting you know a little more used to it, but uh, you can't can't replace reps. There's no question there, Coach. Uh, speaking of the Parks <laughs> Motor Sales Hotline on Coach's Corner, brought to you by From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill. Coach, I, I think my biggest question, I guess, to you would probably be, uh, you know. Not only do you have to replace Luca Boylan at quarterback and linebacker, but arguably the fastest person in Murray County, <laughs> um, yeah. Dante Prowl is going yeah, to DP. be is going to be uh, playing. I think he is going. Is he going to Tennessee Valley Prep? Too? No, I don't think he's announced where he's going, but I think he's planning to go to prep school. So yeah, 
yeah, he is he is planning to go the prep school route. Um, and uh, he's he's narrowed it down to a couple of a couple of places, but um, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna be brand new uh, in the defensive backfield. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it, it, it we we there's a lot of kids who showed a lot of promise um, back there. Uh, you know, Ricola Alderson, uh, you know, Avery Martin, Kristen Fitzpatrick, uh, you know, and. You know, I guess it's a good problem to have. We we usually have you know lots of skilled guys. Um, it's just going to be getting repetitions and and you know it, you can't replace varsity play. Uh, you know those guys played a lot of JV last year, but but then you know it, it's kind of a different speed uh, at, at varsity level. And and we 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 hit a few bumps, uh, but but they're understanding better and they're playing a little faster. Uh, you know, Blaze Martin is is, is, is going to be. Uh, hopefully, you know, ready to step up and play a little bit of safety for us. But um, we've, we've got some options. It's, uh, I think we answered a few few questions in spring, but you know, we we still got you know remains to be seen once once we get into varsity play. You know, Landon Secrets was kind of that Swiss Army knife for you last year. Um, could step in at just about any skill position for you, and and give right. you some quality play. Do you see anybody that has that similar look for you, that versatility and that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, just, just that ability to step in, in a number of right. different roles for you. Right. He, you know, Landon, man, you know, what a, what a great kid character wise, uh, athletic wise, you know, um, he, he really, uh, he, he could have pushed back a lot, you know. Mac Mac Ritchie kind of came to the forefront as running back, um, and it, it, we just felt like we were better if, if Landon moved out to kind of that slot position. And, and thankfully, you know, Landon could do that. Um, you know, I, I think Mac is running back. Actually, is, is is one of our deeper spots this year, surprisingly enough. So, you know, Mac Mac obviously is is, is the front runner. Um, you know, he had a tough rugby season, so he didn't see much action this spring. Uh, but we, we, you know, we know what we pretty much have in Mac. I, I think he'll, he'll be. He's probably going to have to play some linebacker for us. Uh, he's a hard runner, a tough runner. Um, you know, and then we've got Caden Martin, who we're hoping, you know, is going to have his breakout year this year. We, we've seen things. I mean, he he can do some some different kind of things. That's pretty special. And then uh, you know, Alan Alderson. Has, has gained about 20 pounds, and, and he's a bruiser, uh, can move pretty good. And, and then Robert Carter, who's uh, another freshman along with, well, he'd be a sophomore along with uh, Allen that uh, has shown shown a lot of flash. So um, that's that's one position we feel pretty good about to run back. And, and, you know, I think Mac would Mac or, or Caden, either one, would probably be able to, to kind of alternate, maybe play that slot position or, or even the outside receiver and, and uh, as well as playing running back. Does that, along with a new quarterback, does that does that alter your plan as far as your offensive philosophy is concerned? I mean, obviously coaching to your talent is ideal. Right, right. It, you know, it, it, it does, but it doesn't, if that makes any sense, because we, we know we were thin up front, you know, on both sides of the ball last year. And, uh, and, and we've improved there some, um, you know, some of those guys up front, you know, probably in a, in a normal year, if we had normal depth would probably have not played much varsity, but I think it's going to benefit them this year. Um, and, and our schemes are, are kind of set to, to our strengths up front. And, uh, and I, and I think just, 
being able to deliver the ball on time from the quarterback position is going to be key. Um, you know, uh, we we have to have the threat of pushing it downfield a little bit, but uh, we think we can be a running football team, which would be optimal for us. It makes makes sense. It is, and again, that is the the key is finding what works for the kids you have, and this it's a lot of kind of what That's we talk about, in, kind of like <laughs> what we talk about in basketball with the the shot clock. You know, it, when you were saying right. you got you have to coach to what your talent lends itself to. And it's not always, you know, easy to, to spread everybody out and throw the ball down the field vertical. If you, you know, if you don't have right. a guy who can do right. that. So right. Uh, right. It, it should be a, a, a new year, uh, a new region, a new region. Exactly. And that um, is kind right. of right. what, what are your <laughs> thoughts as far as that goes now that you've, you know, had an opportunity to, <laughs> You know, get your schedule and and get your non-region schedule together and that kind of thing. I mean, um, right playing playing well, central in the final game of the year with you know playoff implications this time around. Right, and and they're they're a region opponent uh, this time. So uh, you know, I think I think um, region wise, you know, I, I feel you know feel pretty good. Obviously, you know, we're moving up a, a class, and you know, we got a hundred and. Hundred plus kids rezoned out of our building, and, and you know, I'm like, man, why are we moving up? <laughs> but, oh goodness! Uh, you know, <laughs> it is what it is, and uh, so we, you know, moving forward, I think uh, it, it's going to be a tough region. But I mean, I think we came out of a tough region. Uh, you know, Nolansville and us kind of replaced uh, Summit and Chevable for that region. Um, you know, Lincoln County still got uh, that good little quarterback. Uh, you know, there, there's not really any easy region games. Um, you know, obviously Page is is always pretty stout, um, and Nolansville. You know, I, I would probably say they're the two front runners, and you know, Columbia Central is always tough for us. Um, you know, so um, Franklin County don't really know a lot about them. Um, you know, what, what I've seen so far. I mean, they've got some talent. Well, we, we do know that they will not be going to the playoffs this year. That is correct. <laughs> that yeah. is correct. But, so, uh, so you know, it, it, it it's, uh, it's a little daunting, you know, initially when you think going 5A, but, you know, hey, we, we just got to do our job and take care and control what we can control. And that's what we tell our kids and, and worry about us. And, and that's, uh, I, I'm excited. I mean, we've got a new region and, and, as you mentioned earlier, I mean, it could be a deal where we come down to the last week of the season between us and our, our arch rival Columbia Central for, for a playoff spot. And I think that just makes for exciting football for the fans and, and for the kids and, and everybody else. So hopefully that's what will, you know, you know it'll, it'll turn out in our favor, I hope. Intriguing schedule. I'm sitting here looking at it. Um, in addition mm-hmm. to those region games against Page, Lincoln County, Nolansville, Franklin County, and Columbia Central, you open at Greenwood in Bowling Green. How did that come about? Well, <laughs> I got I got a phone call. Um, you know, scheduling is scheduling in high school football is becoming interesting. It's almost an art now, um, as, as to how you have to jump on it early and and you kind of guess and. And, and, you know, things like that as to, to what you're going to be able to get done. Um, you know, I had, I had a couple of, of guys tentatively on the schedule and, and then, you know, they call and, and, and back out and, and, you know, I don't, I don't blame them. They, they either got, you know, a, a monetary deal that was good for them or, or, you know, felt like they had a better matchup. And so, 
Greenwood coach, um, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he called and, and um, they usually in Bowling Green have what they call, uh, it, it's not really, you know, it's a full regular season game, but they have multiple games on one night and uh, and they kind of split the pot and he uh, he made it pretty good for us. So, so we're going to going to go up there and, and play him. I, I, you know, check them out and I think we can be competitive. And, uh, so we just decided to, to open up, uh, with those guys. And, uh, that's just really how it kind of came about. He called me and we talked about it two or three times and, and it seemed like a good deal for us. So we decided that that's what we did. There you go. That's, I mean, <laughs> are they coming here in 22? No, we're going we're going, we're going both years. Um, we're going to, because of, you know, I forget what he calls it, 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 you know, but it's, it's multiple teams playing in the same night. And, it's like a jamboree and, kind of thing. Just yeah, for... Kind of a jamboree, just, just regular season games. Okay. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I, I hate to, you know, put it this way, but, you, you know, uh, we, we have to raise our own money and, and, and figure out ways to, to increase revenue and, and things like that. So it was a pretty sweet deal for us. Hey, getting your own money and yeah. being able yeah. being able to do it that way, whatever works, yeah. man. Hey, and hey, <laughs> exactly. Here's the thing: it's it, it, it'll be a fun trip. I mean, it's, well, it's a trip for your kids that you know you'll get a chance to see them on the bus, and they'll get a chance right. to 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 hang out and kind of bond with one another for a, that's a pretty good trip. <laughs> it's a long way. Right. Well, we've. We've reached out. They're about their school uh, is about nine miles from Western Kentucky's campus, and so we've reached out to Western Kentucky. We're going to try to work out a deal where maybe we can go up and, and tour their campus and, and do a quick walk through in their facilities, and then head over and play the game. That that will be cool. Uh, yeah. Other than yeah. you know it being Western. As Mo. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh well, it is what it is. Geography, man, geography. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, ben Martin joining us here on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill, now serving breakfast. Um, if you've not been to the breakfast barn right there adjacent to the building, go check them out until ten o'clock. Um, Renee Hart and her crew serving up everything now including breakfast um ben martin here spring hill football coach with us on the parks motor sales hotline ben thanks for spending time with us glad you were able to um celebrate george Strait's birthday yesterday (laughs) and um we will catch up with you hey i sure do appreciate everything you guys do thanks for having me on thank you sir all right all right, we're going to come back, and when we do, we're going to talk about some soccer and some track and much more on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around from the Lee Company studio. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net.
high school sports. Here's Mo and Chris. I never changed the... Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Welcome back in. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris, You're doing yeah, a lot over there. I am. I'm trying to get situated here so we can have... Everything we need to get ready for uh, the the Facebook broadcast. So I am trying to make sure that it looks as good as it can look. And we appreciate you guys hanging out with us here on the show. We got about eight minutes to the top of the hour. We got a couple of things we need to get to. So, uh, Mo, you, you kind of just rear back and let her rip. <laughs> Region 4 AAA soccer action last night in the semifinals. Columbia Central and Stewart's Creek over at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Central scored two minutes into the match, maybe four minutes into the match. I think it was 36-44 on the clock when Brewer Wall scored. Uh, Less than a minute later, Stewart's Creek tied it up. You think it's going to be a shootout? Goals all over the place? Nah. Well, eventually, but it was one-to-one at the half. (laughs) So all of a sudden you're wondering, okay, is anybody going to score again? Because I did a penalty kicks playoff game once. It's not fun. Um, About midway through the second half, Central finally got that lid off of the far far goal, the the West goal, as it turns out. Scored three goals in like six minutes, took control of the game, and eventually won 6-1. So Columbia Central will play Oakland, which defeated Shelbyville 5-0 last night. Oakland defeated Central 3-2 a couple of weeks ago. They scored twice in the final four minutes. So I think Central's kind of looking forward to the, the return match there back over at Oakland Thursday night. Not sure on the time on that one at this point. But – um. Brewer Wall, Victor Ramirez, and Randy Gray with two goals each for Central in that win. As a, you know, they've been impressive all year. They're seventeen two and one now. Um, regardless of how Thursday goes, they will be going to their third straight sectional game over the weekend with a chance to go to Spring Fling. So, again, fun team to watch, and that's coming from somebody who does not especially enjoy soccer. So they um, they really get after it. Their speed up front in particular and all over the field in general is just something to watch. You, you've talked about that speed all year long, and I think that is what makes them so difficult. And that's also what made Shelbyville so effective defensively uh, yeah but the way they just sagged back and yeah. and just really negated that but um it's hard to score though if you're mm-hmm. sitting back mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> so. so you gotta you you really gotta pick your poison i mean if you're gonna sit back defensively then when you do have opportunities you gotta you take gotta advantage take of them yeah and it's so. not easy to do when you know you've got columbia central goalie dane holly and goal dane is tough in there and he made a lot of stops Last night, um, you know, Stewart's Creek came in with a kid, um, Mac Bender, who you could tell by the way Columbia Central defended him that that 
he was a dangerous kid. I mean, big, lanky, fast, very ta- very skilled with the ball when he had it, and and Columbia Central did a good job of keeping him out of scoring opportunities. But um, speaking of fast, speaking of fast, yeah. Um, so we finally managed to catch up a little bit on some track here over the last couple of days, and. Our area is going to be pretty well represented in the state track meets, meets plural, next week over at Spring Fling. Um, in the small track and field championships, which will take place on Tuesday, a week from yesterday, at Rockvale High School, Mount Pleasant is sending a couple of kids. Jacob Randolph will be throwing the discus, and Jackson Gary qualified in both the 800 and the 1600. Um, we spoke about Columbia Academy's two guys that will be in the um, D2A meet on Wednesday again at Rockvale. Connor Henson qualifying, qualifying in the eight hundred, the sixteen hundred, and the thirty two hundred, setting region meet records in each of those. And Collins Malone qualifying in the three hundred meter hurdles. The large. State Track and Field Championships will take place on Thursday, the 27th, again at Rockvale. And goodness gracious. So Spring Hill is taking a boys 4 by 100 meter relay team that will consist of Joel Herring, Brett Hughes, Kimonte Fry, and Dante Prowl, who we spoke about just now. Um, Roni Bailey from Columbia, will comp- from Columbia Central will compete in the triple jump. On the girls' side, um, Lillian Moore will be in the 100-meter, I'm sorry, the 100-meter hurdles and the 300-meter hurdles for Columbia Central. Also, Kyla Rowling will be in the triple jump. We spoke to um, Thales Steele last week about his kids that will be going over there. Independence is sending a 4 by one and a 4 by 2 relay. Nyla Bell, Ava Renner, Georgia Deeds will run on both of those. Anna Kate Proctor is on the 4 by one Presley Harvey's on the 4 by 2 They will also have Sarah Tang throwing the shot and the disc. And Janie Halterman qualified in the 1600. And Summit's Georgia Cockrum will compete in the 100-meter hurdles and the 300 hurdles as well. So keep an eye out for those kids next week over at Rockvale. Tuesday is the small um, state meet. Wednesday is the Division II A and AA state meet. And Thursday is the large class state track and field championships all at Rockvale. Well done. You, did you hear him, Coach Mike, right before when I told him to let it rip? He said, <sighs> you got, to got, take it, that. got it all in just about one breath. You got well. to make sure you get it all. That, I tried. I well tried. done. I, hey, congratulations. I thought you did great. We have a, a lot coming up in the second hour, including Sharon Perkins, former ACC softball coach, joins the show. Talk a little NCAA softball. It's going to be a lot of fun. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back from the Lee Company studio. 